0: shaka-laka-laka boom shaka-laka how does it go everybody walk the dinosaur i don't remember don't you remember the walk the dinosaur song no yeah and it had <laughs> a boom shaka-laka in there i'm sure of it now i gotta look for it
1: Welcome to Party Pooper Podcasts, episode number 10.
0: The podcast where there's no editing, we're free of format, and subject to rambling.
1: That's very <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, we still don't edit, but that's, nope. you know, I, I can discuss that um, at some later point, uh, maybe, I, I don't know if now is the right time, but. Uh, but yeah, that sounds like a good episode. Actually, that sounds like a good bonus episode for Patreon, maybe because we need to do one soon
0: so hello mr phil
1: hello alethea
0: what have you been up to all day
1: um playing destiny 2 (laughs) there's like a an event happening i'm trying to do the event um things i don't i don't don't, we don't really know what the um
0: would you say the event is on the horizon
1: no (laughs) no like it's 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 happening now
0: oh my god i'm so sorry
1: that was Aletheia's text notification? It's pretty no, good. No, it wasn't.
0: It was mess. Well, it was messenger notification. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I had that on.
1: Anyway, I don't know what the demographics of our podcast are, so I'm not going to get into the Destiny Two event that's happening right now because I might lose a lot of people doing that. Okay. But, um, but speaking of podcast demographics, I was looking at our stats, and we have a total uh, total number of downloads. Of 187, which yeah okay, it's not it's a just lot. Just me
0: listening to it over and over and over again, so I can like. Don't like do that. You're gonna on all the shit that stew I our say. Stats.
1: <laughs> um,
0: No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't download it more than once.
1: But um, yeah, uh, and we got our first ever download from Algeria. Huh. Yeah. So most That's of them obviously are in like half of the. Downloads are in Canada, 30%, something are in USA, and then there's, you know, France, Switzerland, Mexico, wherever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I I just, I happened to notice today, one in Algeria. So hello, Algerian, if you're listening right now, or person visiting Algeria that happened to download our podcast. What do they speak there? French. French? Yeah.
0: Bonjour.
1: Yeah, bonjour, madame ou monsieur. Uh yeah, so before we get too far ahead, um, it's a time for an ASMR moment. It's the middle of the day, so I've chosen my beer <laughs> appropriately. It's one thirty in the afternoon. Okay, here we go.
0: Oh. <laughs> that one looked like it took you. Some some time. I was doing it left handed.
1: It was awkward.
0: I like the can for this one. It looks pretty cool. It's like black and white. It's got a black cat and stuff on it.
1: Yeah, it's basically a cartoon cartoon strip of a cat doing a bunch of. Uh, oh, is he making ramen? Things. Uh, yeah.
0: Phil and I really really like ramen. And shout out to Nikki Ramen-ya here.
1: Oh no, oatmeal. So good.
0: Oh well. Cat. cat is I
1: could, making I could give or
0: take oatmeal. I mean, that's not right. I could take or leave oatmeal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Nikkei ramen. Yeah, I mean, I
0: could give or take oatmeal so.
1: in uh, Courtney is an awesome yeah, ramen so good, restaurant. So good.
0: We actually had them earlier this week because we were feeling lazy, and they have good vegan and gluten free options, mm-hmm. and it's delicious.
1: They're doing takeout, and they've got like uh, uh, their patio all set up so that they can have physical distancing and all that stuff. Right, but it makes sense why the cat is making oatmeal because this is an oatmeal stout ah from Russell Brewing Company. So anyway, I'll post a picture on Instagram, but yeah, it's pretty good. Mm.
0: Can I taste? Sure. You can chat. Yeah,
1: so the average podcast that exists, that's not just like a one episode podcast or whatever, gets, uh, or actually I think the statistic is just from Buzzsprout hosted podcasts, but of... Of all the podcasts that are hosted on Buzzsprout, which is a really big uh, host, I believe the average episode count is 50 downloads per episode. So if you can get to a point where you're getting over 50 downloads, then you're now above average, which we're not there yet. So our first episode has like 40-something downloads, and then all the other episodes have like 20-ish. So we'll see. See what happens. Got to keep chugging away, you know? But this is episode 10. Which I think is pretty cool. Cool. So you've got water?
0: Uh no. It's I just took the last can of that uh, I don't know if it was orange bubbly that we had and I put some tincture buble. in. Buble. Uh, buble.
1: Well if you're uh Fancy. if you're in the commercial with Michael Buble.
0: Oh. He has nothing to do with this. He
1: did a commercial for them. Did he really? Yeah. So in the commercial, he's like, Oh, here, have some bubbly," And they're like, I think it's bubbly. And he's like, No, no, it's buble or oh, whatever. I've and he never keeps seen saying it. bubbly.
0: It's so weird to think commercials because like Because we don't actually watch TV mm-hmm. TV, so mm-hmm. it's really strange to, unless like we watch a video that happens to have a commercial in it.
1: Yeah. I know.
0: It's so strange. I watched it because I it was sort of missed funny. commercials a little bit, not not the really annoying ones. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, who sits there and says I, I miss the annoying commercial.
1: What an amazing time we live in. I remember. Oh my
0: God. I'm sorry. Continue.
1: Well, no, but I just like I'm 35 and I remember growing up, um, that we got the movie network one summer. We got the movie network channel. Oh yeah. And so you could just, all they played was movies, but they mostly repeated a couple movies over and over again. And then they would switch it up. So, um, you know, PVR, DVR, all that stuff didn't exist yet. And so you would like tune in and all of a sudden it would be like halfway through a movie. So I would watch like the last half of the movie and then at some other point I would have to wait and see if I could catch the first half on the same channel and it would come <laughs> around and that's kind of how, or sometimes you would go and you would just be like, oh, well, I've seen this movie already, but that's what's playing. Why didn't you, that's you just look playing. the
0: guide to see what time the show is that you wanted to watch so that you wouldn't have to miss it?
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't very punctual or good at, you know. I mean, it's TV, so I didn't really care. Like that you're is watching. Very difficult to you, believe. You, but you you watch TV when it's convenient and practical for you. Like, I know it's a movie, but still, it's I'm not gonna like go out of my way to.
0: No, no, but for somebody that plans things to see what would be convenient for him, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you came out of the womb with a little stopwatch and notepad, and you were like, okay.
1: Well, I am half let's, Swiss, let's get, so... Let's
0: get this growing up started, you know? Yeah, well,
1: I guess I was, I don't know. I was probably out riding my bike and stuff back when I was actually, used to be an active person.
0: Which you're getting back to, hopefully.
1: Yeah, and then I remember at some <laughs> point...
0: That wasn't really convincing. Yeah.
1: No, well, yeah, I'm working on it. I have been working out. Um, Still on vacation. Still trying to exercise, walk more, and, you know, uh, I've been feeling the muscle soreness, which is good. I haven't felt that in my mm-hmm. body in a long time
0: <laughs> sorry bringing you back to you were saying uh,
1: oh it's so an
0: interesting time
1: yeah well because then later on in my life um i don't know it was like in my early 20s or something and then um i'd gotten like a new package with a cable company and it came with uh, like a pvr personal video mm-hmm. recorder and so it was uh, it was like your cable box but it had like an internal memory right um so it's just like a solid state VHS basically. And that changed the game entirely because then you could record live TV and you would just start recording and then you would come and watch it. You go make coffee or something and then you come back and you could start watching the show and then fast forward through all the commercials. And also, I set it to record like every single CSI episode on television. It was super popular at that <laughs> Before time. Before there
0: was like 10 different
1: Yeah, I was watching the it? original CSI, I guess it was Miami or something before they created New York and mm-hmm. all the other stuff. And uh and I got really sick and from so watching too
0: much T V No, I just oh. had
1: like a horrible like sinus ear infection thing. Oh. I had like sinus throat, ear infection wow. all at once. And I remember I was sitting in that blue recliner I used to have and I was just, I couldn't even sleep in my bed. I was just in this chair and I just watched CSI for like three days straight and it was glorious. Like I would have never been able to do that. I would have had to watch the same movie over and over (laughs) if I was a kid.
0: I've never done the uh, PVR thing. Like
1: it didn't last long. I
0: like, I've never, well, people with smart TVs can do that too though. Um. They've got because I remember Jen had a thing on her TV, her Probably. Apple TV. I, I wouldn't,
1: I've never had a TV that she does could that. Like but.
0: record, uh, game, the uh, game, like hockey games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I've never, I've never done that.
1: And then I got the uh, I got Netflix when you would mail in the DVDs and they would mail you DVDs. Oh my back.
0: gosh, yeah, I've never done that either.
1: That was pretty cool. That was that was a game changer. It was like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I don't, I can, you can keep them as long as you want and watch them and, and then. Netflix jumped to streaming, yeah, and then all these streaming stuff came down, came out, and now kids growing up have no idea what it's like to be forced to watch commercials well
0: it's there's no there's okay. for a lot of things, there's no necessity to have patience anymore, right Oh yeah, it's been almost completely eliminated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's funny now you're saying that that makes me think of growing up. I used to like because I didn't have, obviously didn't have a CD player. It took me really long time. My, my sister had a CD player at one point when we shared a room for a brief period of time, um, but I was definitely, like, I was in university at that point, and I still didn't have my own CD player for a really long time. But anyways, um, I used to record songs off the radio. So if I wanted a particular song, mm-hmm. I had to know when it was going to, play. So I would be like, oh, I know this host show, he plays it a lot. And then I would have to listen for when they would say coming up. Mm-hmm. And then I would get my little ghetto blaster out with my tape in it, my blank tape. And then I would just hit record as quickly as I could before the song started and then pause it right at the end. So there wouldn't be quite as big a noise of when it would jump. And then I would just kind of do that for all the songs that <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but then inevitably the radio host would, would start fading out the song and yeah. then he would start talking. And but you're then, like, no,
0: I'm recording this right no, now. No, no. So that's why you pause it when that happens, when it starts to fade out. Right? Yeah. yeah sometimes but sometimes it wouldn't they
1: work. aggressively jumped in yeah. on the end, like yeah. while so the song. So you do was rewind
0: still... and then you pause it there <laughs> for the next time. You're, like it wasn't definitely was by any no means, by no means in, anywhere near perfect. But that's what I had to work with. So.
1: I think the first cassette I ever bought was Third Eye Blind. Like the third eye blind, third eye blind.
0: With, with, uh, not jumper, That's sleer, Kenny. Um Oh. On something about jumping off a bridge or something. You know what song I'm talking about.
1: Um, I don't know. It's been a long time, but I just, I just don't actually completely forgot. Don't step off of that
0: ledge, my friend, that oh, one. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had that in I my. I completely forgot about that third eye blind. I had that in my, my first own, completely own apartment. In Montreal, I walked down during the Saint Laurent Street Festival, and there was like a record store there that had all their CDs outside, and I got it for super cheap. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah, Third Eye Blind, Incubus was really popular at that time. I think Chili Peppers, maybe too, were popular. It was yeah, it was, it was a good time for me. Radiohead, so. all that yeah. stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's sorry, I made a face when you started with that whole thing because. And the reason why I was like, oh, my God, because you said, um, oh, what was it? You said this time.
1: It's a crazy time to oh, be it's alive a crazy time or to time. live well, you through. you just
0: started to say, yeah, it's a crazy time right now. And that makes me laugh because I keep hearing people making fun of, of how everybody says the same thing, whether it's like a news clip or, you know, like a comedy show or a podcast or whatever. Everybody always says, like, you know, what a crazy time or what a crazy world we're living in. Mm-hmm. But also they always say now more than ever. And then the other day we were having this, trying to have like a serious conversation, and then you said it and I started to laugh because I was just like, I can't believe you. I can't believe that you said that because it just, it just struck me it's as really just funny.
1: Subconsciously, you know, can, subconscious conditioning.
0: Yeah. But then the funny thing was is you went downstairs and I started to watch Insecure And then lo and behold, again, I say that, but lo and behold, she says it. And then I thought that's really funny because, I mean, obviously because it was just like it was a coincidence, but also because that show, it was like episode five in season two, which is 2017, I think. I'm not sure. So it's not like it's something. So it really did strike me as funny that she would say that just when, you know, now it seems like one of those. Guess it's a Trendy coincidence. So everything it is. is connected. I, I have a whole bunch too. Oh boy! <laughs> I know, I know, I know, and I won't do this every episode, but I, but it was just funny because it kind of all ties into what I want to talk about. Okay. So you in the last episode, and apologies to everybody for that because I was just was like super obnoxious and cranky puss.
1: Alicia thinks she was. I, I, I
0: was. I I heard it. I mean, I know I have a really hard time not cutting you off. I really try not to. It's like, I feel like if I don't get out what I'm going to say, I'm going to forget it. But my brain truly, my mouth is going faster than my brain. And it's like when I'm writing, my brain is going faster than my hand. Lots of times I'll write stuff down and I'll realize I missed a whole bunch of letters that I didn't put in what I'm writing down. It's just really strange. And I'm not using that as an excuse. I am going to try to Stop that. I'm working on it. But also just, I, Oi
1: <laughs> they heard that.
0: Yeah, that was my knee. Um, yeah, I just, I just was argumentative. And I think in my, my mind, I was just sitting here talking to you and like, I know I didn't look angry, but obviously that doesn't carry over. Mm hmm over radio, so I was like, oh, my God, I sound like I'm so angry. And also, at the end, when I was just like, oh, well, my thing, well, blah, and I was like, i was seriously only kidding. But we're not allowed to edit here until I can figure out how to do it, so. It's against the rules. I wanted to just ditch that.
1: Okay. You know, like, yeah. why,
0: we don't really have very many people listening right now, so I've just, <laughs> I don't know, I just feel bad.
1: <laughs> well, um, it's funny you say, you mentioned radio, because it would be cool if we did treat it more like a radio show. It could be more interesting. And I want to reassure everybody that uh, we're still together. Did we, I say radio? Yeah.
0: Jesus. That, that yeah.
1: We have not gotten a shower curtain yet, but that's okay. <laughs> and uh, Alethea is still researching the f- total final cost. She's keeping her eyes open no, for I, sales. No, I had it.
0: I just, it was a sore subject. I didn't and want to bring it up.
1: We are going to get one, and it's going to be awesome. So... Don't worry. It it really doesn't matter. We'll provide updates as we go on the shower curtain situation until we get it resolved. Oh, boy. So stay tuned next week. But
0: before I forget, I'm going to have to circle back to the whole thing I was going to say before. But before I forget, maybe the reason why I said radio is because while you were talking about how different things were Mm -hmm. and are now, I was thinking, like someone had posted something on Facebook earlier, like how things are changing, especially in really big metropolitan areas that are known as like, the hub of, like, the financial industry or entertainment industry or whatever, you know, or fashion industry. And I started thinking, like, obviously things are going to change, and they're not going to be the same as the way they were, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing. Like, think back when, you know, you had said to me at one point, like, oh, stuff we're watching out content is going to run out, because right now it looks like a a backlog of stuff. And I started thinking... Oh, it just seems likely. But you know what? Let's bring back the radio shows. Like why, why, you know, we don't need to always have a lot of visual stuff. People are still going to do their stuff on YouTube. People are getting creative. But it's interesting to kind of go back to that whole thing like podcasts. But also there are plenty of podcasts out there that are not uh, that are like just storylines. Well, and we should awesome. give a shout
1: out to Welcome to Night Vale.
0: Yeah, Welcome to Night Vale. Um, Which honestly,
1: I, I really liked. I guess you could call their first season. Yeah, I need to
0: go back and, and then it, and it, re-listen it, it kept. To them.
1: It was really cool. It was like a radio show in, like kind of an alternate universe, or like in a particularly paranormal place in the states or something, yeah. and that didn't actually really exist. And it was it was really fun because they were doing it like a realistic radio show, but except it was um, like they basically took all the conspiracy theories and they included it into their story. And the story was like this uh, late night radio host talking about the city and whatever. And, And except all those conspiracy theories were just known and true. So like there were like helicopters in the sky yeah. and depending on what color the helicopter was, it could be the government or it's a shadow group or something or whatever. And, but it was all real. It wasn't conspiracy theories and it was kind of this fun paranormal. But then as the uh, seasons went on and the more and more episodes went on, it kind of got like stranger and stranger and it got kind of lost in the weeds and it kind of yeah. lost that original kind of small town radio show vibe. And it got really complicated. Well, so they've I got I other lost... ones
0: out too now, right? Like they've got Good Morning Night Vale, but Alice Isn't Dead. That's oh, I didn't know that. That's a short one. I liked Alice Isn't Dead. I thought that was pretty good too. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go get back into uh, Welcome to Night Vale. But there
1: are quite a few yeah, podcasts there's... that do a radio style or like a, a series, story series yeah, that you're like talking Carrier, about.
0: Carrier, um, Rabbit Hole, uh, Oh, Homecoming. I heard that on on a, as a podcast before the actual show that used to air. But anyways, yeah, oh. there's there's lots of stuff. I, I think counterclocks. On, anyways, there's a whole bunch of different things, to, even like really old-timey sounding ones, which I can't remember the name of right now. But they're mm-hmm. out there. They're pretty good. But um, yeah, so it just started getting me think of that. And like, you know, like maybe in local places there'll be more traveling entertainers to do little shows outside. And people will get more into like trading stuff and, you know, like a lot of homemade uh clothes and stuff is starting to become really popular now it's just because people are f- focusing on using resources that they have more accessible you know and you don't want to necessarily be having to pay for shipping and you want to promote you want to promote local because these businesses need your you know they need your your sort your um uh, patronage <laughs> sorry i was trying to think of what that word was i have
1: heard about that um i i heard a news article this morning where They were talking about how uh, as COVID has happened and local business has been hit really hard, people have been realizing that, oh, there is a direct connection between me and that local store. And if we just keep buying everything on Amazon, then maybe that store is not going to exist anymore. And for better or worse, I guess, like in some cases that could be a better thing. And in some cases it could be a worse thing.
0: Yep. Definitely uh, makes you want to be more sustainable. and But, I mean, that's why I said, like, the whole trading thing, bartering thing can come back. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't mean we have to go back to the dark ages. I just think that maybe there could be, like, a a blend so that we're not completely losing touch with technology, but we need to get back a little bit more to our roots. And I think we need to not just have community, the idea of community be for people that are into, like, more woo-woo stuff. I think we really need to kind of get you know or just get back to that anyways i kind of lost how i was trying to say that that's okay to move on (laughs) but yeah our last episode you had asked me to name a batman oh what's happening well (laughs) i don't have any uh, corrections you don't no my finger was hovering over the sound effect i I mean i don't know if i do i didn't catch any okay
1: hey that's awesome yeah Congratulations. Oh, God. Now I'm trying one. to remember
0: my train of thought. One ah. episode
1: without corrections.
0: Yeah. Or, well, as far as I know.
1: Sorry for interrupting.
0: No, that's okay. I'm just, it's like, you know, I'm due being interrupted many times. I so don't mind. Like, I'm due because I do it to you is what okay. I mean. Not, not that you do it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Batman thing. You were talking to me about uh, naming you a Batman. And I said Michael Keaton. Well, I said Ben Affleck and mm-hmm. you laughed at me. And then I said Michael Keaton. Well, so... I was listening to um, uh, a Guide to the Unknown. I think it is.
1: Is that a podcast?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a podcast that okay. I listen to, and it it was funny because you happened to overhear part of it, and you were like, wah, wah, wah. like, because I what was it you oh uh, hearing things or the frequency of of sound or something like that, and like you know, paranormal connection to it or whatever. It just so happened that that episode, they were talking about, well, a couple of different things. They were talking about um, White Noise, which was the movie that Michael Keaton was in. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I know you don't usually watch scary movies, but have you ever seen that one?
1: No, but I I just want to let you know that it's a trigger for me when people start talking about frequencies but you didn't and hear... harmonics and stuff and a certain frequency and people start talking about... For sure. Because when our mind is
0: not open to things, we're going kilohertz. to be triggered to that which we do not understand. I, I, I just listen. you. But it wasn't going where you thought it was going. Okay. So anyways, before they were talking about that movie, and that movie is all about how Michael Keaton's wife passes on, and then I believe he starts uh, getting messages through like the white noise of I guess it's his stereo system I can't really recall it's been too long and I know I just heard that podcast basically
1: the traumatic event of his wife yes but giving him him messages
0: to like save other people and and
1: he came down with a psychological condition where he was experiencing hallucinations (laughs) okay
0: anyway (laughs) anyway I just thought that was funny because we just I just been talking to you about Michael Keaton but um the guy one of the hosts of that because um, it's two sibling, it's two siblings that that host it. It's okay. Will and uh, Kristen, I think it is. Wrote it down. Yeah, Kristen. Yeah, Will and Kristen Rogers. Will Rogers. And that was the thing I was saying to you the other day. Oh, can I get the sound clip from the Will Rogers? We have a what is it? Now we have a problem. Uh, I- danger, <laughs> danger, Will Rogers.
1: No, danger, Will Robinson. Is oh,
0: from- it's danger, Will Robinson. Okay, well, there you go. You've Debunked my (laughs) part of the coincidence. Anyway, Will Rogers is a host of this podcast with his sibling, Kristen. And he was talking about, um, I believe he brought up, or at least both of them brought up anyways, apophenia. What is that? Okay, so apophenia is uh, when you make connections between things that otherwise are seemingly unrelated
1: or, are, or unrelated. are
0: unrelated. Okay. Uh-huh. And so one of these types of uh apophenia, like audiovisual apophenia is paradolia, I believe.
1: Are these made up words? No.
0: And that's like hearing you could be like hearing music where there isn't any, like I think like the most common thing is people will hear it through like a fan. They might hear uh, music or words or whatever when it's really just mm-hmm. the oscillation of the fan it's basically your brain is trying to make well the scientific explanation is that um your brain is trying to make connection to it by calling on like by recollecting things oh my god i'm so glad you said that because things.
1: i was gonna say like I the brain is these, a complicated thing yeah, and
0: yeah so basically that's the gist of it but your I, fan is not a
1: telecommunications no, portal no, to another no. universe <laughs>
0: Possibly, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, it just it made me think of um, this Phil Collins song. So there was this Phil Collins song.
1: How does this connect to Phil Collins? Hang on, they were hearing you. Phil Collins and no, their are fan.
0: Because there is a Phil Collins song called "Mama." Now I don't know if you've ever heard that song, but I love that song. No. Okay, but it used to scare me because there's the beats to that song. Before he starts singing, and I swear I can hear my name.
1: If you play the record backwards, it says that. No, 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 no. Satan if you listen coming to it, it
0: sounds like it's saying. It's really creepy. And, and it used to freak me out. But yeah, now I really creepy. like the song. Anyways. So, um, so anyways, they were talking about all that stuff. And he said he liked to think of himself as a celebrity celebratory skeptic, and I thought that is exactly the point that I would like to get Phil at. So you're a total skeptic, except you are wanting to believe. So kind of like... Whoa,
1: I don't want to believe. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Even the other day when we were watching some X-Files, you, like, you were like, we should get a want to believe poster.
1: Yeah, because I like the X-Files, and I'm an X-Files fanboy. Right. Not because I, I want to believe... And I mean, it'd be nice if aliens were out there, but I don't.
0: So, well, that's it. That's enough. That's a want. That's an interest to wanting more, and other than what Uh, you actually know. Anyways, I liked that term, celebratory skeptic. I thought that was cool. All right. So that's where all that ties in. But, um. Anyways, yeah. So uh, the other thing that I thought was kind of funny. Because I really like all that stuff, right? And I don't know what you call it. I was trying to call it like estorism. I can't even say it.
1: <laughs> Esoteric?
0: Esotericism, is it? It's kind of like occultism, but like...
1: You're interested in all kinds of random... Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean I
0: believe every single thing. And, and I just think you'd probably actually really like that podcast because you only heard that little clip. But, but he wasn't saying that that's what was happening. He was just describing...
1: If there's any what part of our personalities that is completely opposed, it's this part. It's oh, that there, you there's believe so many in parts. all these things and look into all these things that I'm just absolutely <laughs> just this against. This
0: whole podcast is just going to be all the things that most, we just don't agree this on. This is the
1: most polarizing <laughs> topic ever.
0: Yeah, you really don't like to talk about that, any of that stuff, which is why I'm going to like, that's my goal now is to get you to... Like why,
1: but the reason why I don't like to talk like about coincidences. stuff
0: is like what, what in particular when it comes to coincidences, do you not feel like, oh, that's interesting. Or do you ever feel like there's some kind of message there? Like something just saying, Hey, you're, you're on the right path.
1: I don't like, believe in any divine being. So there is no message from but it could just some be other like, thing.
0: Like energy you're sending out coming back mm, to you or like that's the universe.
1: Not, that's not a thing.
0: Like forget about a thing, a man out there or a woman out there or a being out there. Yeah. Like the universe as a whole.
1: You're talking about energy. I mean, it could be a butterfly effect scenario where you've done something in your life and... You know, energy is never destroyed. It's just transferred. Right. So you're... There is no mystical thing trying to give me a signal or whatever. That's not a thing.
0: So when all that, when that happens, what do you think it is?
1: A coincidence.
0: But when it happens a lot.
1: Still a coincidence. Like it's possible to roll snake eyes 30 times in a row. Right. Technically it's possible. And if you rolled that and let's say you had uh, said you know called on some divine being before you did it or something yeah. then you would say oh well that divine being exists but it's just there is such a small percentage chance that that could have possibly happened and it did happen but that doesn't mean that the that your initial idea of asking for help or whatever created that to happen there's no there's no evidence to show the, the causation of of that so like when someone for example um let's put this in the context of uh, praying and stuff. So you could pray. No, but like you can you can sincerely pray and believe that you're talking to a divine entity and say that I want to please help me like with this job interview or something or or to accomplish this goal or whatever. And then let's say you do it. It doesn't necessarily mean that a divine entity uh, intervene on your behalf, but you did uh, do a little thought. Um, activity with yourself and you uh, focused your mind, you aligned your thinking. And it's possible that just the act of praying itself as a thought exercise helped you to accomplish that goal because it's focusing uh, your mind. You know what I mean? So it's not like without value, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that thing existed and helped you. It just means that either you accomplished it through, you were going to accomplish it anyways or maybe even through that practice, it helped you accomplish it, but it doesn't uh, provide any evidence that the other thing exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if a coincidence happens, like if I say something that also somebody on a TV show said, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. That's just a coincidence. Like, yeah,
0: Yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I just find when it happens so often for things, like I think maybe it it, like and I was talking to a friend about this, like it definitely happens more than I think people pick up on. But if you really start to pay attention to just how often it happens.
1: But that's that's the other thing, too. So we have a huge confirmation bias on. Um, picking out the ones that fit with the narrative that we're creating in our minds. And so some things might happen and be coincidences or align that don't fit with our narrative. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy for us to just completely ignore all of that and move on.
0: Okay, but you do agree that there is a possibility, a la Rick and Morty, kind of, that there's different time...
1: You're using like, Rick and Morty as I'm a resource a for very easy, alternate realities. An easy
0: <laughs> comparison. I just mean that, yeah, that there could be alternate realities or different moments in time.
1: Yeah, I mean that's you way know? beyond my uh, education and my understanding. That could of that could be theoretical with those, physics. But
0: that, that could be what those coincidences are kind of like little skips, like little skips in time. You know.
1: Bottom line is it doesn't matter whether there are alternate realities or not because we have no way to validate whether that is what's happening or not and even if we did there's no way that we could control that or manipulate that in any way so it really doesn't matter whether those realities exist or not so. I think
0: it does matter because I think that that would I mean it could be for the worst or it could be for the best like people might change how they how they act and you know like a possibility of if things are going wrong and they realize all these little skips they might are happening they might be like okay i need to to do th- i know for sure this is not going to end well so i need
1: well to- except humans don't behave like that so for example with climate change even though there's overwhelming evidence that it's real and that like 90 whatever 99 percent of scientists agree mm-hmm. and whatever they're still climate change deniers they're still plenty of people that admit that it's a thing but aren't actually serious about doing anything about it. The human condition is that we will put our own personal comfort and, and pleasure ahead of anything else in the world. And it's hard for humans to think about the big picture and make changes in order to benefit others unless it directly impacts and affects themselves. And that is particularly strong when we're talking about something that's going to happen in the future it's very difficult for humans to project into the future and try to act on future gain when the present is so immediate
0: right except for if they were aware that there was like you're saying it wouldn't matter if we knew but if we did know about the fact that that there were different uh alternate realities or whatever like we could
1: parallel universes parallel i think universe, is what you're yeah, going I mean, for
0: yeah i anyway um like, the whole show devs, like, being able to look and see the future. Like, maybe if people were aware that there were parallel universes, or when I say alternate realities, I mean, like, like the same universe, but there's different, we're on, like, different highways of time. Like, I don't know anything about science or any of that. I'm just trying to give mm-hmm. you a visual. We're, like, in one lane of this, like,
1: some people Universal will recognize highway, that. You know what I mean? Some, but- some people would recognize that and do something. There are people that are, for like using climate change as an example, there are people that are making great efforts to try to combat that. But as a majority, I think the humans, just because of our mental condition and the way that we are, I think the majority of people wouldn't make any difference anyways. They're, gonna, they're yeah. going to prioritize their immediate well-being Maybe. over the future i just like
0: to think of that like imagine that all these different highways and then they get so crowded so when they get crowded and they have to kind of like another little highway kind of has to kind of you know appear or whatever then when it connects like to give people a fork to go off that's when we get those little skips I, I, is this a I, good I time
1: know. for a tangent because i actually have a really good <laughs> tangent for this
0: Okay, but I want to tell you one other cool thing that I heard about after. I don't okay. let me forget it because it, it, it's another little coincidence, but it's a fun one.
1: Okay, so speaking of thinking about the future, that's the only way that we can convince ourselves to do something now for our future benefit is you have to imagine yourself in the future and what things will be like for yourself. And that's a really good thought experiment to do, and yeah. it's a good thing to like reaffirm uh, your goals and stuff like that. And to think about goals in order to take action in the present. Um, and my party pooper topic is continuing on personal finance. And so after creating a budget and then working on an emergency fund, prioritizing at least a thousand dollars as an emergency fund, and then committing to increasing that to, whatever it is that you need for an emergency fund, whether it's six months of expenses or three months or a certain dollar number based on your liabilities. The next step is, uh, well, the next two steps are going to be prioritizing debt repayment and then also working on long-term goals and uh, big ticket stuff that you need to uh, save up for, like uh, whether it's buying a house or retirement or saving up for a wedding or whatever. So today I'm going to talk about debt repayment and then next episode I'll talk about saving up for long-term stuff and get a little bit into retirement savings. So in order for you to actually care about your about bringing down your debt now, you have to imagine yourself in the future. Cuz you know, if you are only thinking about the present, then you may be only making like minimum payments or something on your debt and and letting yourself sink even further, maybe, or not making any progress, and then you'll never uh, prioritize paying down your debt over, you know, ordering pizza and going out and going to that concert that you don't want to miss, and the whole FOMO.
0: Yeah, which is probably not really a big thing right now because no one's going anywhere. I mean, not really. There's a lot of places where people can't really go very far.
1: Yeah, well, it's an interesting situation now because if if you were able to keep your job um through COVID, then you probably are in a better position financially now than when it started. But the conversely, so many people lost their jobs and they've been mm. on CERB benefits and SERB benefits are running out soon. So it's a pretty scary time for like a lot of people. Yeah. And even if you kept your job, maybe your spouse didn't, or maybe you gotta help family out and whatever. So it depends. It's very personal depending on what your situation is. But yeah, a lot of people are in a better position and we have seen that Um, in the stock markets with a lot of people putting their extra money into the stock market and capitalizing on, on having that extra amounts. So if you're in debt, um, there's two different ways to pay down all your debts and there's the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. Do you have any idea what either of those means?
0: I know what the debt snowball is.
1: So what's the debt snowball in your words?
0: You tackle, you write, down or list your debts Mm -hmm. and you go from smallest to biggest Mm -hmm. and you start paying off the smallest one first well
1: you mean like smallest balance
0: yeah smallest balance but i guess i'm not sure how that would work if you had a bigger balance on one but a way more aggressive interest rate
1: okay so that's a really good point so that snowball doesn't take into account interest rates. It takes into account um, the actual balance of each account. So if you have multiple accounts, but you have different interest rates, you would just go after the smallest uh, account balance first, just to get a win Mm -hmm. in, in the short term, just to get one win in so that you're not, you've got one less bill that you're paying, one less minimum payment, one less account open or whatever that you need to worry about. And that can have a big psychological impact to help you feel positive about knocking out these, um, about knocking out these debts. And so as you go, like the next smallest one, now you don't have that minimum payment for that other one you just knocked out. Maybe you aggressively go after the second one and then you can get another win under and then keep going. And then by the time you're facing like your largest debt, which maybe is like student loans or something or something really huge. Um, you've kind of got that momentum going to just slog it out. Because if you're trying to pay off $40,000, you're not going to get any positive wins along that. Like you might be slogging away at that balance for years and years, and you're not going to get any positive feedback, you know? So Mm -hmm. that snowball can really help for, um, for the psychological impact. And also if you do have a super... Uh, huge debt, then what you should do is put it up on a wall somewhere and create yourself some milestones and say that like, okay, like I owe 40,000 in student debt. So after I've paid off $10,000, we're going to go out for dinner or something. We're going to do something like we're going to do a nice thing or uh, go on a camping trip or something. Give yourself some kind of like reward milestones um, and yeah, you could be using that money to pay down your debt, but the reality is that it's, it's, it's the long game you have to think about and you got to give yourself some rewards and some personal wins, you know, mm-hmm. uh, debt avalanche makes sense, uh, logically and it's good if you have discipline. Um, but it's a little bit tougher on the morale. And so that's where the interest rate comes in. So basically you would organize them by interest rate or by, um, by liability, like if there was a specific thing that you were worried about um, and that you just needed to get that thing paid off so that it wouldn't be hanging over your head anymore. Like um, if you had like a HELOC, but you were worried about like losing your job and having the HELOC, I don't know, if there was some kind of weird thing where you were worried about a debt being summoned, where the, they, you'd be forced to pay it or something, or um, I don't know, if you owed child support or something, something legally uh, binding or whatever, then you would want to knock that stuff out yeah, first, regardless yeah. of what the interest rate was or right. what the amount would yeah, be. Yeah, obviously. But all debts being equal, you would organize them highest interest rate to lowest interest rate. And so even if your largest debt had the highest interest rate and it was like a super high balance on a credit card or something or whatever, then you would just tackle that first. Cause technically in the long run, by tackling the highest interest rate first, you're going to, end up paying less overall in, right. in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But often it can come with little to no uh, like personal, mental, emotional rewards because you're just slogging away at yeah. these things and you may not um, get those little wins in or whatever. So neither way is wrong. And really, in the grand scheme of things, if you owe a bunch of money, it's not... It's not like one way is going to be significantly faster than another way. Even if you are tackling the higher interest one first, um, it, in, the, in, in the long run, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's really not going to make a huge difference. The important thing is that whatever method you, you choose, you stick with. It. And as long as you're sticking with it, then you can make progress. So, yeah. you have a question?
0: No, I was just going to say I think it would be helpful um to have some kind of visual record of what you're doing, not just numbers. Like, like, you know how, when you were in school and you would be raising Uh money for something, they'd have a thermometer. They do that for all kinds of stuff still, you know, Mm -hmm. but it, it is helpful because if you get to go and just Mm -hmm. fill it in every time, it, it kind of, it encourages you to not give up, not skip a payment if you can. And, and then, hey, maybe even throw a little bit extra at it because you've already got money in your um, safety net or whatever, and you're just kind of like, do I really need that, you know, donut or do? I, even though if yeah. it's only a dollar, whatever, you know, it 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 encourages you to focus more on that, and
1: that's and, an excellent point. You know,
0: makes you happy to see that you're making progress because, like, when you don't make progress on something and you don't have any, you know, tangible results. It starts to feel like, you know, purposeless, I guess.
1: Yeah. So a lot of people do that in different ways. Um, so they'll either keep something up in their kitchen or, or whatever. But some people have used uh, a puzzle and each puzzle piece they divide oh. out. Oh. Yeah. They divide yeah. out the, the dollar amount and how much each puzzle piece is worth and stuff. And you can either assemble a puzzle or disassemble a puzzle. Um, you, you can put use something
0: really ugly up, like pieces of something that's uh-huh. really ugly. And then. You could just take it apart bit by bit. And yeah. just that, you just want to get rid of that so bad, you know, but you Absolutely. can't until you got it all taken off.
1: Um, I I saw one example where a family had uh, taken a bunch of post-it notes and they had created a giant like post-it note wall art piece thing. And for each, um, there was like a bunch of different, depending on the color of the post-it note and what the amount was on the post-it note, uh, depending on which goal they hit that month, on what they paid off or whatever, they could remove one for the wall, and so they.
0: What was behind the wall?
1: Nothing. It was just like a wall in their oh. kitchen, but I it wasn't gonna like say
0: like some great reward was behind the wall. No, right? like
1: but like it was it was something that like if people came over, they could ask about it, but it wasn't like you had a big dollar amount right. on a whiteboard and a thermometer on your wall. And they could like see it every day and then see that the post-it notes were disappearing over time. And it felt good, you know, for them to be able to pull them off. And then they they got their kids involved. Because if you have kids, it can be really difficult to explain to them why, you know, we're not able to do this activity or go out for dinner Mm -hmm. or whatever. But if you get them involved and they understand that you don't need to explain to them all the details about, your percentage rates and like why you're in debt and all this yeah. stuff, but you can still say like, Hey, the family's working on this goal and by not doing these things and by working on our goal or whatever, we can remove, you know, these post-it notes or whatever it is. So that's an excellent point. Um, and then, yeah, basically if it's not obvious um, you need to be paying more than the minimum. So just get yourself really organized for all the bills that you have to pay and all the minimums. And you should just be paying, the minimum on every single one of your debts on time every month. And then literally just putting everything else that you have uh, left over on your budget towards whichever goal that you're trying to hit for Mm -hmm. knocking one of those out and then just rinse and repeat for every single one. And I mean, it sounds simple, but in practice it's can be really hard to do and it can be really discouraging if you get set back one month or whatever, but you just got to keep at it. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know if, aletheia is right and the universe has a way of organizing things or whatever then maybe some money will come your way and it's important when that happens you don't just blow it all you can spend some of it but like if you get a big tax return or something or a bonus or whatever you have a really clear goal in your head of where your money needs to go like your extra money so instead of just taking your thousand dollar extra that you suddenly got um, and blowing it on something which isn't necessarily bad to buy stuff but maybe spend a hundred dollars of it and then throw nine hundred dollars at like one of those goals and or
0: maybe help somebody out that needs help
1: yeah maybe but it's hard to help somebody else if it's you can't help a drowning person if you're drowning too you know what i mean no
0: i know i'm just saying instead of like using your money to buy maybe something you don't need maybe you could oh yeah you know pay for something for somebody else like pay a a I don't know, like something that somebody else stuck in their house would need mm-hmm. or would like, you know, or go donate to a shelter, like buy food and donate to a shelter, give them a, um, what do you call it, a grocery card? you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That kind of stuff. Like pay pay forward, basically.
1: Yeah, that's all good, but you should concentrate on paying your debts off. Yes, I know. So We're talking about when more you have help later tiny
0: windfalls. Yeah, okay. You're going to do it for something. Self-serving or whatever. Yeah. It's just a thought because, yeah, I just think it's important to remember that when you have goodness come your way, you should share it, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, and, yeah, and that's it. And just keep slogging away. So yeah. if you don't have uh, your debts listed out and you don't understand where you owe money to and how much it's costing you, I mean, if just even just writing it out on paper and seeing how much money is, is being lost every month can really help motivate you. It's super depressing to do. Yeah. Not going to lie. Like everybody needs to be prepared that this is going to be one of the worst, you know, financial, personal finance exercises you're going to do. It's super depressing to write down who you owe money to and how much it's costing you and That's part of the problem, though, because people don't want to face that and then they never address it. So and I I was definitely in that situation
0: too, for sure.
1: And uh, the first step is seeing the numbers as painful as they are um, so that you can start, you know, making decisions uh, to resolve that moving forward and get that goal crystallized. So that's all I'm going to say. It's going to be depressing for everyone at home, but just get it done. You just need to do it. It's no, now your, is it's a really good time
0: for people to sit down and take stock and what they, what they need to uh, take care of, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, at some point if it does end up getting crazy and busy again, those things kind of get pushed to the side.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, the last thing I'll mention is that if you do have a significant amount of debt, um, you really shouldn't be investing in your retirement, uh, like by buying stocks and bonds and stuff like that. Because if you, if you have a credit card balance at 20% or something, um, there's no possible way that the stock market is going to be giving you those same kind of returns. And so you'll actually make more money by just paying off that credit card. The trick is that you need to stop using it afterwards and then start rebuilding up your retirement after so if every time you zero out your debt you just go back in the debt then you will end up with no retirement which is pretty pretty bad but um but as long as you have that plan which we're going to talk about next time um then you really should prioritize all of your debt and just forget about saving uh investing for now until your debt's paid off
0: i think you just need to make a disclaimer again like it's probably important to say that when you're talking about finances just so people know that
1: yeah, absolutely. That's not
0: your trade. You don't I have am any not, degrees in any of this stuff. I have no that degrees. Doesn't mean that you don't know what you're talking about. I just mean that, you know, there's stuff that we've gone through that you obviously um, you know, like you learn from experience type of thing. Yeah, so you're just sharing. I am
1: not a certified uh <laughs> personal finance consultant. I'm not an accountant, I'm not a lawyer, I'm you're, not you're an just, accredited okay. investor. <laughs> That's good. I have zero <laughs>
0: That's good. I, I just wanted agrees. to put that out there because I was just like, you never know. Someone could be like, "Oh, they told me to."
1: <laughs> yeah, this is just for all the people that didn't have uh, a dad to tell them how to manage their money.
0: Phil, oh my goodness. Well, I didn't. Yeah, but it's or not okay,
1: it could have been your mom too, you or just whatever. Didn't just, have
0: anyone who mentored you financially. Yeah,
1: for anyone that didn't get sat down for success. the birds and the bees talk regarding finances.
0: <laughs> okay
1: so all right what's your thing that you wanted to oh. me to remind you about
0: well it was just because i was gonna say um after yesterday afterwards i was when i was listening to uh decoder ring they were talking about the mystery of the mullet and i thought that was really funny because in the morning i got up and i put on my you know how playlists in spotify come up for you mm-hmm. like uh New for you Friday or whatever it is, and like a Miley Cyrus one came up, and I was like, oh, Miley Cyrus has a mullet. And then I go to to listen to the podcast I downloaded the day before, and I'm like, oh, mystery of the mullet, that's fun, let's listen to this. But they were talking about um, how the word mullet didn't come from as far back as we recall it, even though the hairstyle was there. It only came in like the early 90s, and they were connect- making the connection between – Um, Well, first they were talking all about how difficult it was to try to find the history of this, and someone that had claimed that it came, the term had come earlier, they found out years and years and years and years and years later that the person lied, like they were part of a group of people that liked to go and quote-unquote debunk things on the net, on like Reddit threads and stuff like that, but they were the ones that were actually making up the quote-unquote fact. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so at one point they were talking about how um it came back to the Beastie Boys. So there's like a good chance that it came the term grew from them. So it wasn't really super definitive at the end, but it was I just thought that was so cool. And then I was like, oh, that's a really cool thought or whatever. And then I go and I'm like, oh, let's check out Instagram, see what's there. And then on the AWOL Nation p- page, there was like um, a post. And then someone else was like a screenshot of AWOL Nation. And then under that, there was like a screenshot of like the Beastie Boys album. And it was like, hey, you guys, that last bit, was it a shout out to Beastie Boys? And I was like, ah, Beastie Boys again. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was funny. Uh, was funny.
1: The web. Of interconnected coincidences.
0: <laughs> anyway, that being said, I think we should each put two songs on our Spotify playlist.
1: Like we have to put one Beastie Boys song?
0: Yeah, like we should each pick a Beastie Boys song mm-hmm. and then just one of our other songs that we were going to. Okay,
1: hashtag Mulletgate. <laughs> All right, what's your first song?
0: Oh, um, well, my first song was going to be turned up, turned down for what? Because oh, good! Cause I'm glad you put that. Because yeah. I can't remember why, but for some reason that popped in my head, and I couldn't remember what the name of it was, and it was driving me nuts.
1: So uh, little, little John and
0: and uh,
1: uh, Jesus. Well, mine's going to be "Get By" by Talib Kweli. Qu-
0: Talib Kweli Kweli. Talib Kweli
1: Kweli. It's K
0: Talib- W E. Oh, Kweli! Oh no.
1: K W E L I. Sorry so about that. Talib Queli. Get by. And my Beastie Boy song has got to be intergalactic for sure.
0: Um, uh, DJ Snake and Lil John. That's who it is. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's going to take me. I need to. Because I like a lot. So I now I'm not sure which one I want to pick. So I'll have to go and okay. it'll be a surprise. I
1: like a lot of Beastie Boy songs I mean, too. How can but you not? I think. I think at a party, I probably want to hear intergalactic. That's the most fun to dance to. Yeah. Maybe make some noise or something, but. All
0: right. Okay, cool. Audi. Hey,
1: so, what are we going to do now?
0: I don't know. It's still hot outside, so we're going to have to. Maybe go for a walk? It needs to cool down a bit. To Mem- too Memphis for hot. <laughs> See? There goes my fast freaking mouth again. <laughs>
1: Hey, it's Phil again. You might still be here. You might have checked out already. If you checked out, then you're not here. So I'm not talking to you. But uh, don't forget to check out our Instagram. We're going to post photos of the beers and stuff. And we've got our uh, Spotify playlist, the links in the show notes. And feel free to email us questions, comments, feedback at partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. Cheers.